Tuesday with Smash Africa on Five Nights, Five FM. It is time for us to unpack our lavish series, the Friendship Edition, here on Five Nights. And uh, tonight we are focusing on competitiveness, jealousy, and envy. Now, I am joined on the line by Sean, who's a social worker, as well as uh, Maremo, who is part of our panelists for this month. Uh, welcome on Five Nights, Sean and Maremo. How are you guys doing this evening? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good evening to you, Maremo, and good evening to um, your listeners. Good evening, Smash, and good evening to all the listeners, to yourself, to Sean. I am doing very well. It's a cold evening in Joburg, but... <laughs> <laughs> put on the heater, Maremo. Put on the heater, please, man. <laughs> but you know, man, you right, can't um, get the heater with you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to other rooms. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I want to start with you, um, especially with like friendships, competitiveness, jealousy, and envy. If you happen to be jealous of a friend. What is the best way to go about getting rid of that jealousy? Well, I think it's important that we recognize that jealousy is actually a normal emotion. Um, I think the majority of us speak of it in a negative way, but it isn't always mm. so negative because it's only natural that if I live with a person, I tend to compare myself with that person, right? So what's important mm. is the second I feel I'm getting jealous, then I need to understand why am I feeling jealous? Is it that I felt the opportunities that they're getting should be coming my way? Is it because I feel my own life is stagnating and I should be doing better? What is the reasoning behind the jealousy that I feel? So I would say the best thing to do is to ask yourself, introspect, and ask yourself, why is it that you feel the way that you do? But understand that the green monster, as people call jealousy as well, is normal. It, it happens mm. between people. It just becomes distractive when you then think to yourself, I should be getting all the opportunities as opposed to the next individual. Or if you get to the extent of actually trying to sabotage the, that individual, mm. then it's becoming jealous. Otherwise, if it's just a tinge of jealousy that comes from time to time, we face it because like it or not, there is competition between us, even as friends, right? And that mm. competition is what propels us to do better on a day-to-day -day basis. When we look at our lives and compare them to the people that are a part of our life. But the basic thing is, bear in mind, you're running your own race, number one. Number two, mm. our talents and abilities are not the same. Our opportunities are not the same. So in the event that you feel somebody is doing way better than you are, it's important that you, if possible try and learn from them as opposed to try and sabotage them mm, i like how elaborate that is sean maremo uh, have you ever had a jealous friend in your experience with french uh, friendships i have and and how how did you deal with it and how did you find out that they were jealous because people act in certain ways right when they are jealous of you so for me the biggest indicator was when i would have certain achievements i would be super excited about them and then when i would tell my friend about these particular achievements they would make them seem as if they are insignificant you know just like oh is that it why are you so excited about this particular achievement and when they would have things that they were 
extremely excited about, I would share their excitement and they would expect mm. that from me. And then I started to realize that this interaction that we're having is not working out as I anticipated, that I am so happy for you when you have all your achievements. However, when it comes to me, you are not reciprocating that. How did I deal with it? I stopped being friends with them. Hi, we're no diva, It might be sometimes smash, right? Because I believe that as individuals, you must safeguard your own peace. And mm, your friends mm. are supposed to add to your well-being. And when it gets to a point where I must constantly defend myself or when it gets to a point where I can't fully express who I am because it's going to make you feel uncomfortable because of the jealousy or the envy you have towards me, then how can I trust you in my circle of friends? Mm. Let me flip the script on you, Maremo. Have you ever felt pressure to be on par with your friends who are doing (laughs) significantly better than you? Yes. Yes. Let me explain this to you, right? So, <laughs> and, and it was it was very really tough for me because previously I used to be a lawyer, and then I stopped being a lawyer and I became a teacher. So now all the friendships that I had from varsity with my law friends, we all became lawyers, and we all lived the we had a similar standard of living, right? We were all earning similar amount of money. Then all of a sudden, I start teaching, and you see all your friends traveling. You see them mm. being able to go on holiday without having to plan for it, whereas I must plan. So if somebody says, let's go on holiday in the next month, I can't do it because I'm like, budget mm. does not agree with that. And so I would look at their statuses. I would see them having brides. I would see them going on these trips. And I started to become very jealous because I was like, when we were in varsity, I was the friend everybody was jealous of. You know, I was the friend who had all these amazing opportunities. But now all of a sudden, because I chose a different career, now all of these people are thriving and it really gets to you. Oh, man. Now, Sean, when you listen to Maremo speak about his reality, what do you have to say to him? Because that is his reality. Yeah. Um, What an interesting um, reality, (laughs) Maremo. I'm glad that you were wise enough to actually cut off all forms of communication with people that showcase the fact that they're jealous, right? I want to provide a little bit of background on why people act the way that they do sometimes. So we can actually borrow from economic anthropology. There's an entire theory by George Foster. It's called the theory of limited goods. So what the theory presupposes is that some people believe that um, good opportunities are limited, right? And because those good opportunities are limited, when they happen to a friend of mine or a family member, it means it's not going to happen to me. That's Mm. where some of the jealousy stems from. Then he mentioned, Marema also mentioned the the issue of cryptic behavior, minimization of my achievements as an individual. All those are pointers to how an individual feels about you, right? And Mm. the fact that this individual is not happy about the progress you are making. The second you note that, it's wise that you have a discussion with them, try and iron that out with them. But in the event that they do not come to the party, then it's wise that you cut all forms of um, communication because that's a relationship that's not helpful for you. The whole point of friendship is it should be a source of emotional support, right? And Mm. your friendships should be to some extent, um, I would say, a source of emotional stability even. So if it gets to the point where 
this individual that I have by my side is threatened by my existence or my excellence, then there's no point in having them there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and is it safe to, con- to conclude by saying if you're around people who don't inspire you or motivate you, you are better off without them? Sean? I think it is um, in the sense that, again, we should look at the whole purpose of being friends with somebody. So there should be, firstly, reciprocity. There should be, to some level, intimacy in that um, friendship. There should be emotional support. But at the same time, these are people that should be as honest and as transparent as possible with you. If you find yourself in a circle where the people you're dealing with, there's no improvement in your life, there's no improvement in their life, um, it's a friendship where there's a lot of toxicity as well. So in one, two, three, four, five, six. Can you assist me in that way? If that individual is able to, they assist you. That's healthy competition. Us trying to push each other to do the very best. Um, and the idea is all of us should be winning, right? The problem is not all of us have the win-win mentality. A lot of people have the win-lose mentality. If Sean wins, then it means I lose. Therefore, mm. I must do everything possible to sabotage Sean, make sure that he loses. That's the problem. But if we adopt a win-win mentality in our friendships, if we have reciprocal self-disclosure, it's the same thing that Marimo is speaking about, the fact that he's under the impression that if we're friends, it doesn't really matter what I do. The fact that I'm a human being and the fact that you're a human being, we should be able to relate on that level and respect each other on that level. But unfortunately, a majority of people have classicism. That's just how it is. There's this divide. Um, I'm sure you've heard about the ice boy, ne? where people tell me, mm. yeah, your man get ice boy, we send him to buy mm. ice whatsoever. So that's a problem. Um, an unhealthy competition then comes in the sense that we then try and sabotage each other. We minimize each other's efforts. There's a withdrawal of um, support. And the end result of unhealthy competition is actually jealousy and envy, right? Of which jealousy, if you look at it uh, by definition, it's actually just fear that stems from suffering potential loss to a rival. So the second somebody who you're a friend with feels jealous of you, that's already a problem because it means to some degree they consider you as a rival. And that's a serious Mm. problem. Maremo, in your current friendships um, or friend uh, friends that you, people you are friends with right now. Do you, uh, do you are you guys competitive in any way or form? Yes, we are. So I'm a very competitive person. I am the I'm the problematic friend. <laughs> you know, when you were growing up in high school, the guy who always <laughs> wanted to race his friends to be in front of everybody else. That yes. Me, you know? <laughs> 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 and, so, and now I I am still competitive because I think it helps to improve the other person. So for instance, I've got mm. a group of friends where all three of us are doing a qualification, right, to better ourselves. And the mm. one friend is, how can I put it? Like they're struggling, right? Mm. And for me, my standpoint is, but we're all moving together. So I need you to get this done, right? You cannot stay on your laurels and just be like, but I'm I'm this far, this seems too difficult, I'm struggling with this, because for me it's going to get to a point where the crew has advanced so much that you then become jealous and envious of us. And I try to stop that as far as possible by maintaining a level of competitiveness amongst my friends. So that if we get Mm. to a point one day, I always say to people, let's all meet when I'm 40 years old, 
and we'll be meeting at my place and I'll be a millionaire. And I don't want the situation where you are my friend and when you come to my house, you're not being jealous because when we were all trying to push each other, you opted out. But the problem mm. I have realized with that smash is that you meet people who aren't about that life. You see, they're not about this competitiveness. They're not about let's push each other to become better people. They're about comfortability. So I want to be mm. around you to be comfortable. And that starts to cause a problem because I start to improve and I feel like the relationship is not one of reciprocity, as Sean had said, that I must give you, I must help you grow and you must help me grow. But when you are not maintaining this competitive edge of constantly improving yourself emotionally, um, academically, then I get frustrated. Now, uh, Maremo, let me, and, and I love the fact that you, you know yourself uh, that well. Now, what happens, because you know seasons change. I mean, your, your spring could be someone's autumn. Your summer could be someone's winter. Now, how do you encourage your friends who are going through the opposite when you are going up? So if I'm going up and they are struggling? Yeah. How do you encourage them? Are they... So for me, the question becomes, is this something that is happening intentionally, right? Because mm. you meet people who become comfortable in the situation that they found themselves in. And then mm. I can't help you in that environment. But then you find people who life just takes a unexpected turn and they find themselves unemployed. Somebody passes away. They are dealing with trauma. And now they are faced with all these different emotions and different challenges. In that situation, you do what friends do. You show up, right? You mm. are to them what they need you to be. But if we are talking on the level of competitiveness, because I can't, I can't be competing with somebody who is not in the state to compete, right? Mm. It's, Mm. It's as if we're both running 100 meters, but you're injured. This is not a, it's not a fair race. So at that point in time, I need to stop a little bit, put your arm around my shoulder and help you get to the finish line with me. But if we are starting this race and you are like, I don't understand why I have to be running. I'm just going to stay here. Then we're going to be, we're going to have problems because they say that the people that you hang around with is who you become. And if I'm working to become somebody of influence, I need the same around me. Love that. Um, lastly, with you, Sean, uh, when you are winning in life at a time your friend is not winning in their life, what's the best way to go about sharing your good times with your friends and encouraging them? Um, sometimes it's important just to be present. Um, I see that a lot of the times when people some, um, come to the consulting room, Sometimes it's not so much about hearing what a therapist has to say. It's about just being listened to and knowing that somebody is listening, somebody who's non-judgmental. So I think we should all learn to be present for our friends when they're going through difficult times. And then because I would want to believe that that relationship has developed to a degree where there's a sense of honesty and transparency, I should then be able to say, what is it that I can assist you with? and then they should be able to communicate that. Once they communicate that, then I position myself in such a way that I offer that assistance um, and then bring them up to the level that they ought to be so that our relationship continues as it ought to continue. So presence is important. Um, having honest conversations with them is also important. And when mm. I speak about presence, um, sometimes just presence, uh, not even your words, just the presence. Uh, it might be, I'll, I'll give an example now. We're all going through collective grief because of the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of people mm. have lost opportunities. A lot of people have lost friends, family, etc. 
And maybe all they want is for you to show up at the funeral, just to be by their side. You don't necessarily have to say something to them. Just you being present is enough for them uh, because you're showcasing the fact that you are supportive. And then um, in other situations, then we have to have conversations about, okay, what can I assist you with? What are your specific needs at this particular point in time? And what is it that I can help you with? And then from there, you then come up with um, solutions together. So that's the whole idea, being present and being able to assist one another in in as much as is possible and ensuring that, I I love the fact that um, Maremo is so self-aware because they mentioned the fact that, well, in as much as I'm competitive, it wouldn't be a fair race if we're competing, but you're injured, right? So I Mm. want you on your best day so that if it's a 100-meter race that we're running, then I know for a fact that if I beat you, I beat you fair and square. And like I said at the beginning, healthy competition, competition in and of itself is not a bad thing um, Mm. because it pushes us to do better. That's the whole idea, to keep getting better, um, continue self-improvement, as they say. So it's not a bad thing, but it becomes destructive if our default setting is jealousy and envy. If somebody accomplishes something, then we resort to, ah, well, it's because you've got connections and I don't, or, well, uh, we know how you got that, um, it's corruption, etc. So our mm. role is to ensure that we empower each other as much as is possible, ensure that we are as transparent as possible between each other, uh, between um, whatever friendships that are going on. We need to help hold each other accountable as well. In the event that Sean is not doing well, and it's a problem actually that's of Sean's making, and... I, as a friend, pick it up that, well, I I think Sean is actually self-sabotaging. He doesn't realize Then it's incumbent upon me to try and sit him down and say, listen, I've been your friend for a couple of years, months, whatever it is, and in my opinion, the problems you're facing now are because of A, B, C, D. You actually need to Mm. probably change your attitude. Um, You need to change your behavior. You need to change your values and your belief system. That's what um, uh, friendships are about, right? Pushing each other to do the very best. Then in the event that you can't actually cope, um, or rather your friend is not actually not coping in as much as you've tried to help them, maybe then it's time to get a Sean involved, get a professional involved, who would then be able to see how best to assist that particular friend of yours. Because people are going through mm. the most currently, um, and I think, again, I'm falling back on the words that presence. Just be present. Just know what is going on with uh, your particular friend and try and be as supportive as possible. In the event that you feel that your skill set is limited, then get a professional involved. On that note, Sean, where do we get a hold of you? Okay, so um, you can call me on 079-078-5121. This is strictly a business line, um, so no chances, please. (laughs) And it only operates during working hours. So please ensure that if you need any kind of assistance, um, then get a hold of me on that specific line. Please repeat the number again. 079-078-5121. Thank you so much for your insight, your expertise, and for being a part of this conversation. Maremo, I appreciate your honesty, your vulnerability, and coming through to be a part of this conversation with us on Five Nights. Thank you so much, gents. Thank you. Relationship Tuesday with Smash Africa on Five Nights, Five FM.